Welcome back, everybody, to The Defectives. Thank you all for joining us. This is Darren and Ryan. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Episode 10, talking about uh, a little something <laughs> that has been forefront for the both of us. Yeah. We're talking about acceptance or more, <laughs> more so lack of acceptance. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, man, what a, what a, what a, word sounds easy. I just got to accept it. Just accept it. You hear it all the time. You just need to accept things. Just accept it. Um, problem is, is, is nobody acknowledges the idea that this is a spiritual principle, right? <laughs> and I'm sorry if I'm not spiritually connected at that moment, acceptance ain't coming. No, you know? I'm not. <laughs> oh man, and that's been a struggle. You said it to me on what Monday? It might it was have been Monday. Yeah, We're yeah, talking Monday yeah. about just a whole lot of bullshit. <laughs> and you said, "Oh man, this sounds like that word, that yeah. A word, <laughs> some acceptance." Uh, and I was like, "Dude, it didn't even cross my mind." Yeah. But I need to just accept this. Yeah. I was like, "Well, I can't. Yeah. Can't do it. Not. Don't want to." I mean, why? Why the 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 ego is not going to allow that to just happen easily? That's that's unless unless I don't have a dog in the fight, right? And that's and that's always been the the the, the description that I've used because someone said that to me and I was like, oh my god, that is so true, right? If I got a dog in the fight, man, we're staying until that dog's dead, you yeah. know, um, because. My ego is like, no, we're right. We are right about this situation. Um, Or even more so, I just don't want to be wrong. Right? I don't, as long as you're not right. (laughs) Right. It's so many things. Well, so take it, take it from the, from the beginning. And, um, you know, like just to start off, this is how much I don't want to accept something like, I'm drinking myself to death and you're telling me I'm an alcoholic or you're gently suggesting it. And it's something that I need to accept and tell myself. And I'm like, I had to almost kill myself and be locked up forever in order to admit that and to accept that. Yeah. That's how hard my ego wants to fight to be right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, between the ego and this disease, I mean, acceptance is, it ain't coming, right? Until there's zero options. Yeah. Like we're at, we're at baseline. That's it. That's all you got. Um, and even that, you know, uh, there's going to be claw marks on that thing. Because I'm still not going to let, let it go that mm. easily. Um, but as, as this continued journey uh, and process happen. Claw marks get a little less deep, it looks like. Um, but, you know, it's funny that some of the stuff I'm looking at right now, um, there's been some acceptance, but it's come with an enormous amount of pain. There's no gripping on it because as um, soon as clarity comes with it, I'm done. Right. Right? The pain is like immediate, intense, and then boom, let go. Yeah. Um, but that's not the norm. Right. I mean, we're, di- I'm digging in like, this is deep shit that I got going on. Right. Um, we're just talking, I mean, we just look at it on the daily basis. Right. Um, I, I'm going to grip onto those a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> so this whole thing started for me. I was floating. Right. I was like chilling for a long time. Yeah. There wasn't really many things like, all right, I get these moments, do a shitload of work in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and like accept all these big things. Yeah. It's like, all right, you need to accept that you fucked your life up. You need to accept that you're an alcoholic. You need to accept that you need to do this shit every day. Shit like that. Yeah. Right. And like, all right, well, we cross those and, um, get broken down ego gets broken down to the point where i'm willing to like accept what you're say, saying mm-hmm. to me and yeah okay 
So we cross those things off and, I, and I'm chilling. And then all of a sudden, like I go through these trials and tribulations of something pops up. I fight it. I slip into some self-pity or, um, you know, egomania, whichever, <laughs> whichever tool is proper to fight, fight it. And then, um, and then acceptance, right? And I walk that little roller coaster for a little while. And then I get some smooth sailing again. And then all of a sudden, the ground that I'm standing on starts to feel porous mm. and rocky. Mm. Um, and then like a geyser shooting up is all these things that I thought I had dealt with right. or just thought uh, were neatly tucked away somewhere where I didn't have to look at them. Yeah. And a whole bunch of things just erupted. And it was uh, overwhelming to say the least. Yeah. You know, some heavy shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's the, there's the thing. If we keep moving along in this, right, um, we're just slowly uncovering, um, layer by layer, right? People talk about that onion, peeling back the onion, peeling back the onion. Um, and it looks like early on when you're peeling back that onion, it's big layers, right? They're big. Um, and as you get closer to the center, um, the layers look a little smaller. Um, but they're not as easy to peel away, right? Um, so we get here and we, alcohol has done its job, convinced me to my innermost self, conceited, right? Here I am. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I accept that I can never drink again. And that's cool. All right. All right. I'm all right. okay. All right. I got you. Got you. It's more lost. Like, all right. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> lost that battle. All right. War, actually, yeah. not the battle. Uh, and, um, and then, you know, we start walking a little bit and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, I'm probably going to need some spirituality in your life to uh, improve upon. And uh, I don't really like that idea, um, but I get uncomfortable and some things come up that make me uncomfortable, you know, sobriety first and foremost, yeah. <laughs> right? I don't have a problem with being drunk. I don't have a problem with being high. I got a problem with being sober. Yeah. Uh, that is the most uncomfortable place you could ask a person like me to l exist, right? In sobriety. And I'm like, what? I thought if you took this stuff away... Life would just like, poof, here we are. Ah, look at that, the golden, look at these golden sidewalks to yeah. walk upon, right? And, uh, well, that's just not the case for the alcoholic of my type. And uh, instead, they all say, I got to start accepting some things. Mm -hmm. And I don't really understand what that word means because it's never been something I've used. No. I don't, I don't know what that means, except that I feel like, I should just be able to accept whatever. Or, more importantly, y'all need to accept. <laughs> yeah, what do I just say? Like, I accept. I just say it over and over again. I accept. I accept. I accept what you're telling me. I accept. But, like, my brain is just fighting and mm. fighting and fighting. And, right. um, man, it takes a lot of fucking ass whoopings to get to the place where I'm willing to admit I'm wrong. Yeah. And stop stop fighting it which is like how do you do that yeah. I mean the, the the loss of control seems to be the key player in my inability to just do like we said just let go right um, that sounds like you're asking me to have zero play in this like i'm not gonna get to do anything here i'm just gonna let go of everything oh, and dude. that's how i accept this by letting it go what am i gonna be right we were talking about this right this idea of fear right we've been talking about that over this actually over most of this journey right because mm -hmm. that's what drives me and what happens when i let go of control what am i gonna be uh i know what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be that little kid who doesn't seem to know how to live life right and uh, seems to be a pretty uh, pretty low bottom drunk. <laughs> yeah. And that, oh, man. So, like, you got me. See, so I'm sitting over here thinking, 
Um, about me, obviously. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> and like my biggest struggles have come in relationships. Um, because I can look back to, I mean, I can look all the way back, but I can look back to when I was 21. Right, and I fucked my life up there. And then I can look to 31 and I fucked my life up there. And I need to accept the fact that those happened. And I have. Like, that's easy. Well, no. Let me take that back. That was not easy. <laughs> it seems easy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That was an absolute battle yeah. to come. Because, like, when I got washed up out of, into sobriety, I, just, yeah, I, I was standing there and it felt like there was bombs going off around me, dude. Just like... I, I said it to my brother. I may have said it on here. It's like, I feel like I just got spit out of a hurricane, vol- volcano, tornado. And I'm just like, yo, what just happened? Yeah. This is crazy. And th- turning around metaphorically, but actually facing the consequences mm. of my actions was horrifying. Cause like, I got to really look at this. Like, what'd you do? Like you fucked up every relationship. You threw away your home. You pretty much broke your family. And now you're going to live in a sober living house at 31 years old. <laughs> Let's take a look here, bud. You're yeah. barely hanging on to your job. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. And like uh, that, you know, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to accept that. Yeah. I don't want to accept that at all. No, 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 no. Let me go back to this delusion I was living in yeah. where I'm still in control and yeah. I'm okay and I have power. I have control over my life <laughs> and, and, and I'll do anything I have to, to not admit complete defeat. Right. So take that into relationships. Right. I fucked up every relationship I've ever been in. Right. Cause I get scared and I run mm. and accepting that and digging out what's under that and accepting what's under that is like gut wrenching. It's enough to like make me physically ill. Yeah. Where uh, society doesn't allow. Well, I'll, I'll reword that. Society does not look pleasingly, let's say, upon those words that you just said as a man. Right. And that is, is. I'm afraid and I run in relationships, right? Um, and that's tough, right? To, to, so what ends up happening um, is we stay longer, cause more harm mm-hmm. because I'm afraid to express that and also to find out what's behind that fear, right? To, I mean, being able to just say those words, there's some there's a level of acceptance that I never would have thought would be possible is to say that inside I can be a small child full of fear, afraid of anything and everything, the simplest of tasks um, or the largest of tasks, right? Whether it be um, to talk to a stranger or a close personal friend, like I can still be driven by those fears, right? And how hard is that to be able to, especially in the midst of the drinking, to be able to come out of that? Well, that's impossible. Like, while I'm drinking, I mean, I'm, this shit is, has taken me a year to get to. Yeah. It was buried so deep, Mm -hmm. right? In the midst of drinking, like, there's no chance I can look at this. Yeah. It's just, let's fucking push it down. Yeah. And what I actually do is shoot that outwards. Yeah to the people I'm around and I'm like, all right, this is why I can't be with you. This is why I can't be friends with you. This is you're doing something wrong. Cause I can't look at what I just said. Cause I don't, I don't even know it until I get it down on some paper in front of me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, this, uh, this level of acceptance of who I am. Right. Um, to be okay with what my past looks like. That's a tough one, dude. Yeah. 
right? And that's kind of what we're talking about here, right? These relationships um, and what I've done in them um, and what's been done to me, right? Those are the things that I, that's even, a, that's another thing that doesn't really get spoken a lot on the acceptance part is, is not just accepting what's going on outwards, but what's come in, mm-hmm. what's come into, you know, the harms, you know, I've shared it before that idea of the unhealed wounds, right. And being able to look at them, you know, not just showing them to y'all, but looking at them so I can heal so that I can become accepting of others, humanness, right. Where they've caused me harm. Right. Um, and I have to get okay with that. I have to accept that they're human. I, as I have caused harm in my humanness, right. I, I, uh, you know, that idea of I, I, want, I want forgiveness for me and, and I want justice for y'all. It's, you know? it's so easy to, <laughs> dude, it's so easy with that justifiable anger, right? Mm-hmm. When somebody does something to you, yeah. which is like the overwhelming majority is me doing to others. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so when I get... I was just trying to make it seem like there's maybe equal... <laughs> <laughs> so when I, well, when I get, right, when I get the, the, somebody doing something to me, I'm hanging on to that yeah. and I'm shoving that in your face Oh yeah, to, to show you that I am right Yeah, and I have power over you. Mm-hmm. Right. When somebody wrongs me, oh my God, fuck that person. Uh, this is exactly what they did to me. Yeah. And I'm going to hold on. I'm going to put that in my ammo bag and use that till yeah. it runs out. Yeah. uh yeah i um the funny thing is 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 how far back it can go and how far forward it's come as far as that that uh that inability to look at it with truth you know um until it's absolutely necessary like i don't want to look at my alcoholism until it's absolutely necessary. Right. Uh, and what made it absolutely necessary is, is, is that I was going to die. Um, now, maybe not right at that moment, but I was down to the last two options, right? right? Except what these boys were out there throwing at me, uh, this uh, spiritual help, uh, or going to the bitter end, right? Um, which is death for a drunk of my nature. Um, and then um, as we continue along this, these other things, um, it takes something similar, maybe not the death threat, right? Like alcohol, but as my pain threshold gets smaller, um, and I, and I stop liking living in the chaos, like we were talking about last week and the pain, Mm. um, it still is big because that little bit is enough where I'm like, Ooh, hold on. What is, what's causing this? Can, can we try to take a look somewhere at this? What's, what's going on? Right. Luckily I got guys. Uh, men and women in my life who will help me see it you know you uh christian and many others that are out there um who help me shine the light on it right and and once once that box gets open and once the light gets shined on it um when stuff like that acceptance just lays down over it right it just covers it and it's like okay i've now looked at it i've looked at it I've stopped running from it. I've stopped ignoring it. I've stopped using it. And uh, we've looked at it. And, uh, and now there's more God. Yeah, so the, without the death threat of, of alcohol, right? But I, I know that if I stay in this long enough, and I stay in this pain long enough, and I don't get honest with it, and I keep it in, well, it's the same thing. Right, it is the death threat of drinking because eventually mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go get this relief somewhere because I can't yeah. sit in this pain for too long. Yeah. Um, and that is is a delu- that scares the shit out of me. Right, keep. I did that. I did that. Right, I fell into delusion. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept some shit inside, and within a week I was drinking again. Yeah. So I know I can't stay in there very long. Yeah, know my yeah, pain yeah. tolerance is not very high. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it becomes paramount to, to get honest, at least about what's going on. And then the acceptance part starts. Like the process of the acceptance starts, right? Because I hear some, 
I get shifted on a, a different perspective on it because I'm only looking at it through my eyes and my eyes are telling me that everybody's wrong. I'm right. And I need, I need to be right. Yeah. Even yeah. though you said it before, it's futile. Mm. It doesn't matter if I'm right. Because it's fucking burning me up inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right and in an obnoxious amount of pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's actually easier, right, when I get to it. No, it's not easy getting there, but when I do accept it, like, the pain just vanishes. It'll be a process over a day or two, but it's gone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was stupid. <laughs> I'll remember that forever. And I won't. No. I, I do it a month later. Yeah. Yeah. When the next situation arises where... It's different characters and a different story, but the same thing of me needing to be right mm -hmm. driving me yeah. and the fear of not being good enough driving me. And that's what this has been like this week. You know, like I slipped into it bad on, um, well, like it was coming a ways, ways back, but I slipped into it bad on Sunday night driving home. And, like, we had sat down with a couple guys that night. Yeah. And uh, it started, like, Sunday day. And I, and I kind of felt it um, coming on because I didn't want to do anything. And, then, like, that's one of my markers. And yeah, so, yeah, something's yeah. wrong, and I don't really know what's wrong. But I, I was driving to pick up the trailer with Spencer. And you were like, yeah, we're, we're doing some work tonight you should, you're at 6.30. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to go. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, you're going. <laughs> He's like, I love Darren. I was like, oh, I hate him right now. I absolutely hate him right now. Right? But then, I, so we go do that. And then on the ride home, I'm just sitting in it, sitting in my problems, mm -hmm. sitting in this self-pity. And then Monday, I was like, oh, it's on. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. Self-pity evaporates a lot of things. Gratitude for uh, the opportunities. That, uh, that this journey uh, offers us, right? Um, it removes acceptance from the table um, because self-pity seems to drive my, my, uh, my chief character flaws, right? Um, really puts it front and center. And you use the word justified, right? And that's what happens. And as soon as I'm justified... Um, I'm going to need somebody to help me get away from that and out of that because I'm attached to everything at that point from an emotional standpoint, mm. right? Um, and when I'm attached emotionally, I'm not going to be able to get shifted, right? Uh, to a, yeah, to an opposite or at least a slightly different perspective, right? So I need somebody that's going to be uh, without emotion. They are not attached to this decision from an emotional standpoint, right? And that's why it's beautiful that we have all these people in our lives. Oh my they God. Can, you know, I can take it to them and they're like this. Are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, can't you see it? They're like, uh, well, what I can see is whatever it might be, right? right? Whatever, it's some form of self manifested in my life at that exact moment, right? Um, but I can't see it because I'm, I'm holding on to it with an emotion, usually fear, which means anger, um, and, uh, and, and someone will come and tell me about that word, accept. Uh, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right? Because I can't, that's not enough for me at this moment. You need to help me get shifted out of emotion and into clarity. Right? Um, because let's just talk about the word like resentment. Right? Resentment's an, an emotional response to an action that I perceive to have been done against me usually. Mm -hmm. right? um, so because of that, I feel attacked. Fear becomes a player, and it drives me into resentment, which is in some form or fashion kind of like anger. Mm -hmm. right? And then you come to me and you offer slogans or words. Um, I'm going to need more than that. Yeah. Oh, and I'm definitely going to need, right? So this is how it would normally go for a conversation. Um, 
I just have people co-signing. Right? Like my friends, <laughs> right? My, my friends are going to co-sign me. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to make it sound so good oh, that man. you're just going to co-sign me. I'm going to get deeper and deeper into this because now, instead of getting shifted off it, I'm, I'm getting um, re- reinforced. Yeah. Right? This resentment's getting reinforced. Like, fuck him. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, fuck him. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck him. Oh, yeah. Right? But that's lethal to me. Yeah. That's how it used to be. I'll just get in it and I'll get in it and I'll get in it. And then I I would drink. I'd spin out and drink yeah. at the end, right? Like it was just another excuse to drink in the beginning. But when you started saying the word like self pity to me, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not like over here like boo hoo, poor me. Yeah. Right. And I finally looked up what the definition of self pity was mm-hmm. two days ago. Right. And it's excessive. Self-absorbed unhappiness over one's own troubles. <laughs> Self-absorbed. Self-absorbed. All I'm thinking about is me. All I'm thinking about is what you did to me or what you're doing to me. And right, this is the value of having people walking next to me who aren't going to co-sign my shit. Mm-hmm. Who are going to call me on it and be like, hey, let's stop talking about you for a second. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's important. Um, self-absorbed. I mean, my, my default setting is self. Um, and the commentary that is consistently going on inside this skull of mine um, is, well, that, that lets me know that that's true, right? I mean, if, I, mean I remember a guy <laughs> saying, he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, you're depressed. Of course you're depressed. Mm-hmm. I'd be depressed too if all I did was think about you. And his point was, is I'm depressed because all I do is think about me and my existence and the, and the terribleness and so on and so forth, right? Um, if I can't understand that there's a commentary running in my head all about me, then I am certainly in a delusion about what is going on in my life. And that's for anybody, but for me especially, right? I'm the extreme example of, right? That's, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been described, and it comes in some literature, you know, um, this idea of uh, commentary. So it's going to show up in a couple of different ways, right? Sometimes it's going to show up and it's going to have me feeling like the, the, the water walker. You know, where I, I, am, I have reached a level that uh, you will never attain mm-hmm. and uh, you should listen to me. Um, or I've reached the level of um, self-pity. And when I get there, I have zero to offer and all of you hate me. And jealousy, we were talking about a little bit earlier, right? And jealousy and envy even start to peak up because I feel so low that I'm jealous of anything that anybody has that looks like a smile yeah or success yeah or you know security or all these instincts that i have you know like instinct to be in a healthy relationship have a family have a house you know the funny part is is all those things are what i view as self-reliant yeah I can't be self-reliant. I got 31 years to show me why I can't be self-reliant. I can't rely on myself to build a happy life. So it's like this tornado or like, it's like this cycle of I'm running myself in circles and I'm running it in my head just in circles and circles and circles, dude. And it's so fucking tiring, (laughs) like exhausting, (laughs) physically exhausting. And I, you know, so I'm going through my day like this as I'm sure. Well, dog. Yeah. As I'm sure a billion other people are right. (laughs) And, um, you know, how you doing today? question I get I'm like all right here's how I'm doing (laughs) I'm fine and underneath I'm fine is like well you know I'm questioning everything I've ever done Uh, I'm thinking about the next 80 years 
Yeah. And uh, the success rate is about 5%. So I got a 5% shot at this fucking thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> just questioning my existence <laughs> and everything and everybody around me. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Mm. I'm driven by fear. Uh, wondering what everybody's thinking about me. I remember we were sitting in a room and oh, my boy Jack. <laughs> someone asked him, he was coming into breakfast, and uh, someone asked him, hey, how you doing this morning, Jack? He said, I am full of fear, concerned about what every single one of you thinks about me, and starving. And I broke up laughing, right? Because in truth, how great of an answer is that? And the reason why I laugh is because I know that, yeah. right? I know that feeling. I know that answer. Um, but how, what a great way to look at it, right. And be okay with it. Like what a great way to accept into your reality that this is what we are. Human beings that are just trying to have, trying to be these spiritual beings, having a human experience. Right. Um, but I got a lot of humanness in me. Right. Um, and I struggle with being okay with that. I struggle with accepting the flaws in my nature, in my character. Um, I struggle with the solution that'll take those things away. I struggle with all of it. Yeah. It's impossible. It's not. It's impossible when I get in my own way. Like when I, when I think about how to do all those things, instead of just accepting that I am human and allowing these things to happen and allowing these cycles to happen. And, and instead of becoming... Instead of being okay with them, I fight them. I fight them and I fight them. Instead of accepting ebbs and flows and being human, I get into an ebb and I fall into self-pity. And I get into a flow and the ego builds up and I'm on some self-righteous <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and then I fight that too, which puts me back into self-pity. And it's like I'm trying to find this fucking level on the beam like we talked about right yeah. that's where i ride that middle wave and i'm fucking chilling and i'm just accepting life as life happens and it's not happening to me but it's happening around me and getting there is like everything's okay and everything's easy yeah. but when i get off man sometimes i go way the fuck off and i'll say and i'll sit in that self-pity for way too long like way too long man because it kind of feels good yeah oh yeah it can get warm you know i mean we're we were kind of chit-chatting about it earlier um about the uh the, the addictiveness of chaos right so um i get into self-pity and it's warm and it's comforting and it's something that i uh lived in for so long right um, but also the highs and lows, like just like what you're talking about. My life was either um, an absolute party or suicidal. Mm -hmm. right? There was no really common, just flow through little speed bump type of path. It was cliffs and uh, and peaks, um, you know. And all of a sudden, I get into this journey where you've taken my solution away. Um, you've asked me to accept a solution that I'm not really down with but i'm starting to do some things i'm starting to have some experiences i'm seeing some things and okay and then you ask me when i get to that comfortable spot you say oh hey listen we're gonna need to keep going um don't sit down yeah and i'm like well hold on this i can i right and then uh it's just a constant peeling back and peeling back and you know i was describing it today um sitting there chit-chatting with this group uh, of, of men and women at work about um, maintaining momentum, right? And I have to just kind of keep moving forward regardless of what it looks like. It's just a try, just trying. I'm not anywhere near perfect. Um, and... Uh, that, that idea of try is so challenging for people like us. You know, what do you mean? I, 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 have, to, I have to be successful. Right? I want to be in the action business. I want to be in the results as well. Mm -hmm. I want to have hands on. Um, 
And there's so many things that I have to be okay accepting that are out of my control, coming from a place in my life where I thought I had all the control. Yeah, and I'm gripping at that control because I, like, I feel like, all right, so instead of a steady momentum, like, I want everything right now, right? And I want this massive success right now because if I don't have massive success, massive success after what the fuck we went through, mm. then what the fuck's the point of this? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to live. What do you mean I'm just going to be okay? <laughs> I'm going to be reasonably happy. <laughs> what does that mean, dude? Reasonably. So I got to learn to be okay. Yeah. I got to fucking learn to be okay. Yeah. Jeez, what kind of human needs to yeah. be okay? Like I'm so... An addict does. Right? An alcoholic yeah. does. Because yeah. um, okay is never okay. It never was okay. But now... I'm starting to get these glimpses and it'll be like, it might be like a week where mm. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. I still wait for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Cause I know yeah, it's yeah. coming yeah. and it stretches out. And I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> Why do I just feel okay? When's the storm coming? Yeah, man. It's hard to unlearn fucking a lifetime of experience. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the wiring of, uh, of having actions and experiences in my life that are at levels sometimes of like horrific um, and thinking that that's what life is. And then we get here and we say, no, that's not what life is. That's what you think is a normal life. What we're going to try to show you is, is, is that a normal life looks something like this where you have initially glimpses at happiness and serenity. Uh, and then, well, and then that's surrounded by a lot of self-pity and, and self-hatred and uh, self-righteousness, depending on what side of the coin I'm on at that moment. And then, as we continue along and we start stripping down more and more of me, and we start getting closer to the, to the spirit, uh, we start having a lot of that happiness and serenity and glimpses of the self-pity of, mm -hmm. of the, um, you know, the old me, these old ideas, these core beliefs, you know. Um, but that's, I think that's the, the true nature of this journey is, is just getting to a point where acceptance becomes at least in the top two options. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll spend, I'll spend way too much time thinking about all the other options, right? But it really is only one or two options. Mm. It's fight this or accept it. Yeah. Right. Um, and the more experiences I have through accepting whatever I'm going through, yeah. the quicker I, I tend to turn to that solution. Yeah. Right. Like you were saying, like the times get, Less, right? Like, I, I remember in the beginning, man, I was just wrapped in self-pity all the time. And, like, I would get a break of it during the day, but morning and night, like, it was just self-pity party. No <laughs> pity pot, bro. <laughs> Couldn't get off the pity pot. Yeah. Um, but this one, this has been the first one that, that I, in a while, in probably like a month and a half. Yeah. I mean, dude, you tell me in the beginning, like, yo, you're going to be okay for a month and a half yeah, and then yeah. you're going to have like three or four days of self-pity i'd be like bro sign me up yeah, for that yeah, like fucking sign me up for that now yeah. right but when it happens now because i'm getting these breaks of the things being okay it seems like a fucking tsunami i'm dramatic i think i think i'm just dramatic yeah why wouldn't we be drama queen dude yeah, i mean that's part of the like what we were talking about the chaos chaos is dramatic yeah and right? everything's got to be and we've talked about this is the idea of i need everything to be big yeah dude. Right? i need i don't care if it's but if i want to label it good or bad it still needs to be the biggest it all needs or to nothing be the, needs to be the worst or the best yes um you know it just came to me as i was sitting here uh just the idea of what a word um that keeps me from being accepting all the time. And that is 
lack of faith, right? That what is happening is better. I don't have the faith that what is happening is better than what I think should be happening. Sure. Right? Um, and perhaps as faith develops, um, maybe the fight is a little less, you know? Yeah. Well, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to accept one that this is no longer in my hands and the less I do the better off I'll be when I can't see the outcome like what I'm really searching for is an answer that yes this is all going to be better Mm. right because I have a fear that I just uncovered that I'm going to do the same shit again in 10 years right and like can you guarantee me that this is not going to happen again in 10 years. And the answer is no. <laughs> the answer is if you stay out of your way, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, you're chilling. Yeah, yeah. Right? But like in the moment when I want to go fucking sort everything out in my life, right? And just make fucking decisions. Just empty the bank account and go buy a house and like just do all this dumb shit that will temporarily make me feel better. The same, it's the same action as going and buying a drink was. I temporarily just need this to fill the hole in my chest mm. that is normally filled by faith, but in, that, in the moment, I'm agnostic as fuck. Yeah. Borderline atheist. Because <laughs> I think I got to go out in this world and make shit happen. And where am I? I'm right back to where I was when I came in here. I'm on day one again. Right? Yeah. The, uh, what's the word I heard? Functional agnosticism. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I say I believe in God and then live life as if there isn't one. Yeah, man. Right. Um, I remember hearing a good story about the guy describing what we're talking about and the idea of if God would just come down and say, Hey, listen, this is why I'm doing this. Is that okay with you? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I would could maybe have, uh, maybe I could have an opinion about it and be like, well, what I was thinking, right. And then maybe we could co-parent this whole experience. You know, I could have something, you could have something. Um, and then I would have a piece of this and, and instead God usually just goes boom there you go and I'm like oh uh-huh. and you know a couple months later I turn around and I'm like oh yeah good call God that was awesome well especially when you it's the removal one. when it's the removal oh, yeah. of things dude in my life bro yeah. come on the removal like I, you just give me things yeah <laughs> this unlimited source of power yeah. give me everything yeah. but you've got to clear some old stuff out right like an an old relationship or like an old idea that I'm hanging on to or an old house, you know, or like, mm. or like my ideas about what I want to hang on to that means so much to me and shit's got to get cleared out and taken away from me. And I don't understand why, but yeah, you'll, you'll get an answer maybe mm. in like six months. I don't even know the timeline. You yeah. might, you might get an answer and you might not. Yeah. What? Sounds yeah. Horrible yeah. on paper. I'm just supposed to take everything at word here. Yeah. At, at face value. Yeah. And just go through accepting that I don't know what the fuck's going to happen and be okay with that. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't no. like that at all. Because that means someone else is involved in some decision making in my life. And I've done an amazing job up to this point, of making decisions in my life. (laughs) That's what it comes back to, right? Always comes back to it, but I'm still going to fight it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until the pain gets great enough, and then I'm going to be standing outside at work, screaming at the sky, Mm. fucking fine. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done fighting this, and whatever you got, okay. And I'll throw a little hissy fit. Oh, this is so stupid. Just got to wait for the world to play out for me. Yeah. Those are, those are the real relationship conversations with God, right? Those screaming oh. moments where it's just like, why? 
okay, whatever, however it sounds. Right? Yeah. Just the yell. Dude, it's like, the, that's the truest prayer, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not, you come up, right? Like, that prayer, in the beginning, I was like, dude, these sentences, like, this does not convey how I feel. Yeah. You know, like, almighty God. <laughs> the, that. I'm like, no, dude, what the fuck's going on? Please, mm. like, tell me what's going on. Give yeah. me some clarity, bro. I'm confused as fuck, and I'm scared. Yeah. Help. Right, and I get in some shit like this, and I'm like, "Yo, dude, <laughs> I know you got me, but like, can you throw me a bone here, yeah. please, or something?" Get a little god wink here, buddy. A little bit, yeah. and then I get a couple. Oh yeah, dude, I get a couple. I get some experiences, or I get a guy coming up and asking for help. Right when I think I'm useless as shit, mm-hmm. and wallowing, he, wallowing in it, I got nothing to bring. Yeah to the table at all i don't even know why i'm sitting up here i don't even know why i'm sitting on this mic like i got yeah. nothing to bring to the table here right and then you get somebody that comes up to you and is like hey i like what you were saying like i feel the same way dude or you know i just relate to what you were saying yeah and he's looking for some help and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> we little wink yeah thank you guy i can still yeah. make you useful uh-huh. you dope <laughs> if you would stop gripping, we would be able to make this happen. Um, the guidance is always coming, right? That's the thing. Guidance is always coming. Uh, am I open to it? That's the thing. Um, and when I am, when I have blockages, uh, then I'm not going to receive the guidance. And when I don't receive the guidance, um, than self-will, right? And then along comes some guidance that I might be open to, but I've been running in self-will for a little bit about this situation. And ego has uh, grown a little bit, right? It's stepped up a little bit as I've, as I've fed it through self-will in whatever the situation may be, a relationship, job, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Um, and I feed it a little bit, uh, and then I feed it a little bit, and then along comes some pain, and it's trying to deflate it, trying to deflate that ego, right? I mean, that's the idea here, the uh, deflation of ego at depth. Um, and the ego's gotten big, and it's, and it's more painful to deflate it because, well, it will depend on how long I've been running on self-will. How long that ego's been pumping up. Yeah, and, and, and there's the battle. Is it going to be a short battle? Because I'm staying moving, you know, and that was what I was trying to convey to those uh, kids today about the, the, the momentum, right? As, if I continue to stay in this thing, continue to deflate the ego at depth on a daily, then perhaps when these little challenges arise, uh, the letting go process happens a little, a little easier, right? Um, but if not, uh, it, it's going to be painful. Yeah. Uh, for me and, and, and more than likely some people around me as well, the, the ones that are close. Yeah. You know. They always get it the worst. Yeah. Yeah. They got to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. It'd be so much easier. It'd be so much easier if I could just, and everybody could just snap our fingers and accept it. Yeah. Just accept whatever you got going on. Yeah, man. Wouldn't this life be... Uh... But then again, maybe if that was the, the, the case, uh, maybe God wouldn't be necessary, right? Maybe the game's rigged that way. Maybe the game's <laughs> rigged so that uh, I have just enough self-will to make this life a, a, a challenge consistently enough that I got to go back to God. And as an alcoholic, if I don't, uh, it's drinking. My other god. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One of the two gods is getting yeah. it. Mm. Absolutely. Um. So you know, we get to this word, you know, that has always irked me because I think it's used in such a manner that makes it seem like it's just oh, okay. I should have thought of that. Instead, it's this long, drawn-out process of me just running into a wall over and over and over and over and over again until I'm beaten into submission. 
again. And I'm like, all right, I'm done fighting this. Yeah. Pain wins. Mm-hmm. I accept. Yeah. And, uh, and then we'll forget that experience and uh, we'll do it again and again. And, uh, but that's okay because I think that's where the, I think that's we've, and I've mentioned it on a handful of occasions, getting curious what's coming out on the other side when I finally do let go. What's it going to be like when I finally do accept this situation for what it is? Um, Fire. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Serenity. Yeah. At a Calm. deeper level. Yeah, dude. Every time yeah. it's been deeper and deeper. Right? And I get all these, these good words. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> I, I get all these um, things that I have been searching for in the wrong places. Yeah. And I'm walking through the world easy uh, and things are coming to me and I'm breezing through and the things that are popping off around me aren't affecting me. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. That person's human. Just like me. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. Connection and separation. Connection and separation. Mm-hmm. We just, uh, and that's why I need y'all. Right. That's why I need y'all. Oh, dude, if I don't have you guys going through this, I'm fucking going. I mean, and if I think if more people, you ain't got to be the alcoholic, you ain't got to be the drug addict. But I think if more people just uh, stayed more aware, and were um, to the idea of staying connected to the to our brothers and sisters, and how much closer that keeps us connected to this power, and how it removes separation, because when I get separated from y'all, um, I could care less about what's going on unless it directly affects me apathy yeah you know i don't care about that dude standing on the corner who's looking worse this week than he did last week looks like maybe he might have lost his shoe which i'm not paying attention to these things i'm driving by looking at the light wondering why i gotta catch my third red light in a row Mm because i need to hurry up and get home to my roof to my food to my bed you know, and I don't care about that too, because I'm separated from him. We're different. He don't, you know. That's why I get separated from my friends and my family and yeah. everybody else. And the phone's ringing. I don't feel like answering. And, yeah. You know, look at it play out on a big scale. Yeah. Look at social media or anything. Yeah. I won't dive too far into that because I don't want to go down that rabbit mm-hmm. hole. But <laughs> you know, it's all separation, separation. Yeah. Right? It's all division and. Um, well, that, that gets us right to what we're all just talking about for the last hour. Yeah. Separation from you and I'm in my self pity and I am in my me, 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 me. And I could care less about you and I'm apathetic to everybody around me and I'm causing harm everywhere. And I wonder why I'm depressed. Mm. I wonder why I'm anxious. I wonder why all these bad things are popping off. Yeah. Yep. Instead of it looking like lessons and blessings, you know, it looks like life is stepping on my neck one more time again. Right. And uh, I'm just uh, the whooping boy. Yeah. And then that's the perfect motto for a self-pity cape. Yeah, dude. Life's a bitch and then you die. (laughs) That's how I thought it was, man. Uh, I've said that before. Yeah. That's it. I, I, I thought... I didn't see the point. Um, all right. Well, listen. What a terrible way to end it. I just said, I don't see the point. I do see the point now. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's the truth, right? I mean, I, th- I think that's the, the key here is, is we got to be able to say some things that, uh, that people are thinking. Yeah, right. I and, agree. And, and afraid to say it because of how it may be received. Um, we're letting you know that when you feel those things, there's a way out from that, right? And uh, I think we got a little, uh, I think we're going to have a little special thing for y'all um, next week, right? We're going to do it next week? Next week, yeah. yeah. Uh, a little holiday scenario will be coming out for Thanksgiving. I think y'all will enjoy it. And um, well, thanks for joining us. All right, guys. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for sticking around. Love y'all.
But it's okay. You walk through it. Whatever happens tonight is gonna... I wish it was something different. Yeah, like a new... A new challenge. Yeah, I mean, this one's old, bro. Maybe it will be different. Maybe it will be the same. Nice watch, or does it just look like a nice watch? Old Nixon. I think uh, we all had him. Yeah. I used to be a watch guy. I had a watch box. Fourteen different watches. Yeah, I think. Did you? Oh, yeah. I had a few. I went through a little days. It's all about to. Mavada. Yeah, I like the Mavadas, but this was um talk of. I don't ever know what happened to him. Someone walked away with him. Yeah, you. Mm mm. To the pawn shop. <laughs> nah. I never pawn shit. No? Nah, I always had some money. You know, I I could leave the drugs on the table. Yeah. I but I needed the alcohol, so I'll skim off to the top of so you never went down like just a drug phase? Um, <clears throat> maybe when I was like that 12 and 15 age, maybe. Yeah. But never like older. Never where I was like fucking, you know. Just that. Like yeah, I was just no, oxys. No, no I, I had to drink. Yeah. Yeah. The drugs just, they were the bonus. Now, don't get me wrong. If you put them out there and I hadn't asked for them, I would do them. Yeah. You know, at any point, any time. So, um, what are you thinking? <sighs> we can run the gamut. Acceptance. Acceptance? Well, I feel like it's just been the week's sure. discussion. You even sent it today in the, uh, in your little effective, uh, yeah. Story thing. post. Yeah, yeah. Acceptance. Uh oh, I That's finally broke it one. open. I'm like the cat. I just gotta keep playing with it until it's broke. Don't need them. Uh, yeah, acceptance. Holy shit, dude. I was thinking self pity, <laughs> which is the same fucking thing. Other side. We can we can blend yeah, those. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. I love it. That's what I dip into. I just did a talk on uh, maintaining the momentum. That was the that was the label put on by the rehab. Oh, that's the name of my talk. Maintaining, Maintaining the momentum. momentum. Well, you could go with that. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, keep Fucking, walking. Oh, I crushed it. Where'd you, where'd you go with it? I started off with, well, this is a spiritual program <clears throat> of action. And kind of like I said last, last night, you know, from steps three all the way up. After each step is done, it says, come on. Keep come on. Yeah. Come on. Um, and then what it looks like when we sit down and what it looks like when... Um, when the fire's there, right? Like, um, pull that closer. Or with the aiming center. Yeah. Um, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Right when, when the fire's in there, like, and it's the real one, um, you know, I'm doing the things that I'm doing today. What do you mean? What do you mean? So when I'm. Oh, uh, the fire. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when it's those two choices only. Right. Right. Then. Though I don't want to do things, I will still do them. Yeah. And I went on to describe like what I'm going through right now. Right. Right. The, the in-depthness. Oh man, it's been awesome watching people's eyes like this. Mm. Call me. I was just drawn to the. It was real. No bullshit. Yeah. Hand out a fucking packet. Let's read this. Yeah. What do you think about this? Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go back to my room, watch the Masters for the entire weekend, and like, come out. Literally, from... I will see every shot. Yeah. And then I'll go play wiffle ball. That's what yeah. I think about this. Wiffle ball king. I don't connect to you at all. Yeah. So when you come in talking truth, I'm like, oh, you just catch my attention. Yeah. I don't remember a fucking word you said. No, no. Most of it. And that's not even the thing, right? I don't even think that's the thing. That's the thing that... It pops up later. Like, I remember a few things that Chris said to me, but I don't remember 
you know, like much. I remember the things that stuck. Yeah. And they didn't stick right that moment. I remember shit from rehab. Yeah. Ah, man. It's so funny. I try to go back to it. And, uh, it's just one big collage. Yeah. It's like Revenge of the Nerds when they're painting the house. Never saw it. No? Yeah, it's before your time. But they, uh, the 80s movies used to do these montages right in the middle. Yeah. Where, well, like, yeah. you know, know to, yeah. it would occupy, like, a, a month of right. experiences going on yeah, yeah. in, like, 10 minutes. Lazy writing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, <laughs> that's, that's what rehab looks like to me in my mind. It's like a fucking piece of cardboard giant cardboard thing like we're at like science week and i got little pictures yeah spread yeah. around of things i don't think a single group or like nothing got through really yeah i was just dying in bed i had some like moments though like i remember laying out by the shed like in the smoking section on yeah. my back and then everything just hit me and yeah. i was just like bawling my eyes out and there was this one dude in there who was like dad Aiden? Hmm. Aiden? No. Aiden. Country boy, he was cool as shit. Yeah. And he just like looked at me and was like shocked. I was just like tears streaming, but I was laying on my back like silent sobs. Uh, yeah. He was like, what's up? And I was like, dude, I fucked everything up. I fucked this all up. And he pulled me aside and talked to me for a little bit. <clears throat> Did he work there or was he a patient? No, he was a patient. He was nice. leaving. Good shit. Adrian. Adrian? He was cool as shit. Nice. Because <laughs> I fall into the fucking tree and tackle it. <laughs> Vodka all over the electrical. I fucked up Thanksgiving the last few years. Not this last one. Yeah. Last one was cool. Yeah. Self pity though. Yeah. Out the ass. I was there by myself. <laughs> by myself, surrounded by my family. Yeah. <laughs> totally in me. Just me. <laughs> it was like me. Um, I, I worked Thanksgiving and Christmas. We almost had to work. It yeah. was like Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Oh, back then? Yeah, at the, at the hotel because we did a giant buffet. So I was drunk every New Year's, every oh, Thanksgiving, oh, Christmas, oh, and Easter at work. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to their, their house then, back to our I'll come here after. Yeah. Peel the way into the bedroom. No, I'll be right in the oh, yeah. room like I'm getting shit faced. Just sitting there with a always like a Christmas bottle or something. Yeah, something yeah, like special. A Christmas like Jack Daniels mm. bottle for a while. A or you would get a glass and a shot glass mm -hmm. if you bought yeah. Oh, I loved the uh, deal, bro. It was like thirty two bucks. Yeah. Absolutely. Like this is my third glass today I bought. I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I'm filling up <laughs> cupboard full of Jack Daniel's Christmas glasses, the vodka ones. I was special. They they would do like a little uh, flask. I remember one year they had like a great goose flask. That was cool. I had a one with it flask mm. that I brought to my boy's wedding. I drank, you know, crushed the flask before we even got there for mm. a cocktail hour and drank through the wedding. But then, like, I don't know if I got flagged or if it just wasn't quick enough or they weren't pouring enough. And I went to, there was, like, a front bar, like, outside the venue. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the place's regular bar? Place's regular bar. I spent, like, fucking $400. And nice. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, I had a, there was a fucking open bar and all I had to do was wait. Just couldn't get it quick enough. Yeah. I was out there drinking... Old fashions and Moscow mules. Together. Oh, dude, yeah. Strong as fuck. Make uh, it. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like old fashions. I like Moscow mules. I just, you know. Yeah, vodka. Double. Um. We had started to talk about something. Here. Let's go to go. Acceptance or? No. Oh, oh, so what I was thinking, tell me what you think. So next Thursday, get your boy here. We'll do the three-way. And then the following weekend, you can maybe put out a double header. 
because yeah. that'll be Thanksgiving, right. and we can take off Perfect. that day, Perfect. right? As well, but we'll have something to release. Yeah, it'll yeah. pop up here on one of my brothers. Yeah. Perfect. Cool, cool. Yeah. Two and a half months, it'll be 12 episodes. Well, I mean, with me and you, it'll be like 10. Because today's 10, right? No, yeah, today's Today's 10, 10. so next week would be... Yeah, so me and you have been doing it for like two and a half months straight. And then uh, you can throw some Thanksgiving stuff up with him. Yeah. And then we'll, uh, we'll come back after that. And then we'll see about getting Christian on here. Yeah. Get his ass up here. Yeah.